0: Ah, what's going on guys? So, we've done this intro probably about...
1: 300 times.
0: Five times now, and we're not really knowing how to intro it. We uh, started this podcast up again, kind of with a new vision and a a new direction, and we were wondering, like, should we do an intro, should we not, but I feel like the most genuine way to do it is kind of just to let you know that we do not know what we're doing, but we're kind of just going to jump into it, and... Try together. to act like
1: we know what we're doing. Yeah, so trying to cool. act like
0: we have any clue what's going on here. Um, yeah. But yeah, things are totally different right now. I mean, last yes, time we did a podcast, there was no pandemic. How you been holding up, Steven?
1: Man, I have no idea what was going on in my life the last time we did this. But um, yeah, even though it's been a long, long time, I'd, I'd say I'm pretty good. Nice. Been pretty. What about you, man?
0: Uh, honestly, I've been pretty good, bro. Uh, quarantine hasn't completely broken me yet. Yeah. But obviously a couple of struggles, but overall I've been pretty good.
1: Yeah. How was your quarantine?
0: Ooh, my quarantine. Uh, when did we start quarantine? We started it in like March of 2020. Yeah, March of 2020.
1: Like... So pretty much, yeah,
0: a year ago almost. Oh, yeah. Well, my quarantine kind of started with uh, just overall... A complete isolation from people i took like the first month off of just like not seeing anyone all i saw was my my two roommates smoked a lot of weed yeah pretty much just kicked it at home and played animal crossing um but yeah <laughs> that was when everything was closed so i mean we couldn't really do anything yeah man. but now yeah. i feel like overall i've kind of gotten into a groove with covid yeah man. and, and I'm, I'm still social distancing and taking the right precautions but i'm not really um overreacting about it or taking it more seriously than it needs to yeah i'm kind of doing like trying to keep my life as normal as possible while also being safe yeah
1: yeah i mean it's been different yeah when it started i remember everyone was definitely very scared um but once the first few months passed which were pretty weird not going anywhere for like three to four months but it was it was fun i mean i i got on a good schedule i would say like pretty much all the meditation journaling reading working out um all that got done which is pretty hard when you're working but um yeah as soon as things opened back up i'd say my life pretty much went back to normal um yeah. not much changes yeah not really hanging out with anyone or going out but yeah, yeah but pretty good can't complain
0: i totally feel like the main thing that's changed actually the only thing that i feel for me has really like taken a hindering or taken a halt to was has been my social life
1: yeah definitely
0: but overall i kind of feel like it's kind of been like one of the best things for me to separate myself from my social life and kind of it's kind of helped me like reinvent like my image of myself Mm -hmm. and doing a lot of like um figuring stuff out just kind of the stuff i feel like is most beneficial in this time
1: well like doing what
0: well just uh kind of being more aware of my thoughts and my actions and because i've obviously and like a lot of people have been stuck in the house not really being able to go hang out with people and distract myself from whatever's going on in my head mm-hmm. i've kind of been having i've kind of had to like face it in a way oh yeah yeah well everyone right yeah totally oh uh,
1: yeah that's hey. uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh that's i feel like that's a big big thing that we did want to touch want to touch upon that like how no one was prepared to be by themselves for this amount of time With no distractions except for like what's in your house, like Netflix and social media, which are big distractions, but uh, just distractions from the outside world and just being, yeah, yeah, no one was ready for that.
0: Totally, and I think you can even see just like in the culture of everything how that's kind of playing out. I feel like a lot of people have kind of shown. The true side of themselves throughout this mm-hmm. like well for me like i've had a couple of friends really just kind of i've had a couple of friends who you've seen like improve yeah and i've also had a couple of friends who've kind of gone off the deep end and kind of you can just tell like it's totally like throwing them off their their game yeah kind of throwing them out of life
1: in general yeah, yeah, you got to see a lot during this, like, how people um, can handle adversity, uh, how, yeah, how you respond to really stressful situations that, like, most of us had never gone through a situation like that. Totally. Uh, it's, like, the especially losing your job for a lot of people, um, especially knowing that you didn't do anything wrong, for, you know, for that to totally. happen to you, that's a big shock, and yeah, it's, I mean, it's still messing with people today, like, it's...
0: Oh, totally. I mean, it's kind of messed with me in a way. Yeah. I mean, I haven't lost... I mean, thankfully, I haven't lost my job, and I still have a job, but um, where I work, um, I've been put in a couple quarantines, Yeah. and where I work, once I got put in quarantine, I got 40 hours overall of pay, and once that 40 hours is up, Mm -hmm. like, I don't have any money after that. Yeah. So, I mean, totally. I mean, on a financial level, I've had to kind of become more creative with my way of doing finances and overall just, like, planning my life on a financial basis. Yeah, just being more organized with it out totally. of necessity. Yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would just, like, my checks were good. I was working a lot. Mm-hmm. I never had to worry about quarantine. And I was making good money, and I was kind of sp- – not I wouldn't say spending recklessly, but I was very comfortable. Yeah. But now, I mean, I'm having to really – like manage my money better and like actually intentionally save for once not just put away money that i get as extra which is how i used to save yeah but actually like plan out like okay this is how much i'm gonna spend Mm -hmm. this is how much is gonna be for food yeah that's good this is what i'm gonna spend on this and just kind of like organize my my whole financial life around covid and also just like try to prepare for like if I did get put back in quarantine. Because once I get put in quarantine again, I don't have any money. Yeah. Okay, no, hours left.
1: I mean, that's a great skill that I hope everyone kind of developed. Because this... I mean, it's not like this is over. If no, Well, maybe no, no, no. COVID. Like, the struggles with COVID and quarantine with that might be getting to an end. But, I mean, this can happen at any time for any other reason. Like another pandemic or a natural disaster. So... I I mean I hope same thing with like what's going on with Texas right now. Oh yeah, you totally. got you got to prepare. Like imagine the people that didn't have a generator Dude, and 100%. that are stuck. Like I mean you're fucked. So yeah, uh, I hope people learn to prepare. Just having extra supplies, money, just it's it's like it can happen. It's not just in movies. It's, Dude, totally. It's real life.
0: So and I think what COVID has kind of done. And I think i wouldn't even say it's a positive thing but one of like kind of like the the real truths people have tried to f- or had to face is that no one is a hundred percent good like nobody's financial status is a hundred percent right now yeah, like, permanent, seen, yeah i mean just look at like everybody especially like when covid first hit and all the casinos closed down yeah look at all those people who lost their job like that yeah. was most
1: of our city yeah
0: yeah totally and that was not only was the city losing like a ton of money, but also just people I knew were losing. Oh money. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like
1: Yeah, a lot of our friends and a lot of like my own clients and stuff, yeah, it's it I mean it took an impact like directly on us. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, was,
0: yeah, man. Totally. Um I do think though that like with being put in quarantine though, I feel as if there has been a couple positives to it i don't yeah. think it's all negative i think with everything that goes wrong i think that there is kind of like a silver lining like i feel as if people have kind of been forced to kind of fight their battles and figure things out for themselves mentally mm-hmm. and obviously it they can't say that it's 100 positive because people have kind of taken that and it's not been positive but i feel like you, especially for me like it's kind of been like going into quarantine was genuinely like probably the best thing that happened to me because i was actually forced to just be alone with myself and my thoughts and figure out like what i wanted to do and like figure out like who i am and all these things which mm-hmm. i mean i if it wasn't for quarantine i probably wouldn't have picked up meditation
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that w- it was such a big skill to have or develop during that time. Totally. Um, yeah, it's uh, the mindfulness aspect of of meditation. Just well, you know, just once you start practicing that, it's not just while you practice it, but that it carries on into your life. So you're totally. actually fully present. That skill, well, I mean, is priceless during a time like that where the yeah the uncertainty, the anxious feeling, the depressive feelings. To just know how to identify them and not let them take you over. Because, I mean, the amount of suicides and of negative things that happen. that if these people had a tool to kind of help them through these, like, the tough situations we went through, maybe all those suicides wouldn't have happened or all the domestic abuse. So, that's actually a good thing. Also, that Headspace, um, that's a really good app that they have that thing on Netflix. Did you see that?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I haven't watched any of it, but i think headspace is an awesome app and i'm glad that it's kind of getting the global recognition yeah yeah i think what it is honestly what it is it's kind of putting meditation on the map into people's lives that maybe it wouldn't have oh yeah yeah. especially
1: on netflix i feel because everyone has netflix yeah i mean (laughs) before
0: i started meditating i looked at meditating as like something you do it's like a spiritual practice like I thought of, when I thought of meditating, I thought of like monks. Yeah, you know? always, yeah. Like orange I never thought of just suits and yeah, literally, yeah, chilling on orange mountain. suits, like bald heads, never, yeah. <laughs> never uh, talking. I thought it was one of those things that wasn't like normal to do. I thought it was just, like a spiritual thing. And, I mean, it is totally, but yeah. uh, no, I think meditation is one of the best things you can pick up if you're ever trying to just improve your mental health. Uh um, yeah. like you said mindfulness. Mindfulness has completely like changed the the overall like spectrum for me when it comes to mental health. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, I
1: mean, it's just like to explain that to people what that means because I feel like that word is always synonymous with anything that's related to spirituality. Yeah. But so how would you describe mindfulness?
0: For for me, I look at mindfulness as just like being aware of my headspace like being aware of what my thoughts are um noting and kind of looking at my thoughts from like a different perspective Mm -hmm. um and not really identifying with them and also just kind of like asking myself more about how do i feel right now like whenever i'm doing something Mm -hmm. it's going to help me like pick and choose what I truly like instead of what I was just kind of doing because my friends did it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great definition for it. Cause it
1: really is. I actually don't know the, the, like the technical definition, but yeah, I would say it's being present in what you're doing, which is uh, what what you said as well. The noting, I feel like that's huge. The just being aware, like understanding that when you have a feeling it's a feeling like if you feel anxious or happy even yeah when you're happy it's good to understand that it is just a feeling because it's going to pass same thing with uh uh, any thought that's disturbing or happy it's it's just a thought there's nothing permanent to it totally uh like just understanding that i feel will change your mental health as a whole oh totally Uh, uh just that skill uh it's just, it's so big like as soon as i understood what noting was because it's so simple that it's complicated uh but we just described it like if you practice that throughout the day you'll be 10 percent happier in, in and totally. months like it's it's just it's crazy how much it changes you
0: i think what it does honestly and i think where people kind of lose track is when people have a feeling, especially like a happy feeling, is they get so attached to that feeling that they they try to hold on to it forever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was having a conversation. I was at a, I was out with a with a friend, and, um, his like aunt or something was talking to me, mm-hmm. and I was just talking to him about like whatever, and it got one. It it turned into like one of those like really deep talks, whatever. Oh, like okay. a few drinks were had, but, um. <laughs> I remember I was just explaining to him how, like, my purpose in life isn't to be happy all the time. And she was like, she interrupted me. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, your purpose is to be happy all the time. Like, you you should always try to be happy. And I was like, yeah, like, I get that. And I totally agree. I mean, you should always be looking for more happy moments or try to find happiness in things. But I don't think that you should get so attached with the feeling of happiness because like you said like it's a feeling and it will pass Always. It, it, what it is it, i mean it's it's either it's serotonin it's dopamine it's these it's a chemical like being released into your brain that only lasts for a specific amount of time and you only have like a specific amount of it which <laughs> doesn't mean you're you right after that you're going to be morbid and depressed but yeah. it just shows it just means that i think it shows that you need to just kind of be aware that that's just a feeling and to never really attach yourself to feelings um to thoughts Mm -hmm. because i feel like that what that does is it just creates a a false scene of what like reality is and it doesn't really um i don't think it really helps with creating a sense of like serenity or peace or just being able to be content with anything in life or like you said earlier, like be present. I think it takes presence away.
1: Yeah. Because if you have a really happy feeling, like a memory that you have, uh, and you're always thinking about it, then you're not present in what you're doing. Totally. And I feel like that would be the ultimate goal of life would be to be present at all times. Uh, because with presence then like you're fully living life because a lot of the time if you're just at work and you're just thinking what you're gonna do after or what a great time you had I don't know like two months ago you're you just uh you go past like days go go on and on and you don't experience anything except for experiences that you already had before just reliving them in your mind so it's yeah, I mean, it's a, it's something that can change your life completely, just such a simple habit. But people don't even realize that they're thinking also, which exactly. is part of the problem is that you could be thinking so much that you don't even realize that you're thinking.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, yeah. Alan Watts, I mean, has a uh, – I forget what the quote is. It's a quote about thought. He says that – Everybody he says, but he w- explains how – like people who have really like lost touch with reality or mm-hmm. the people who think all the time yes. because in if you're thinking all the time you're really not living like you're you're not being present you're being taken away from moments yeah um and what i also think about that is like a lot of people just haven't really been told that that thinking isn't the way to get through things like well, it's like an addiction, dude totally, and like it
1: is one of the worst addictions, probably. yeah, your
0: ego is your ego is just like one of those things that just kind of takes over in it, and it really tries to paint a picture in your life when like whenever you're in a situation like how it should be mm-hmm. because of how it was when you had a happy moment that one time, yeah, like I've noticed especially with me is. I'd be, like, hanging out with friends, and I would want to, like, either, like, set the tone to be, like, how it was. This one time I had a really good time Mm -hmm. with friends, so I have that again. Mm -hmm. And what what I kind of came to realize is, like, sometimes, you know, things do go your way, and you do have a great moment. But what it really did is it just took me away from what I actually had. Yeah. And it kind of pulled me out of the moment, and it took me out of presence, and once i kind of learned mindfulness and started meditating and noting my thoughts and feelings it was like whoa i was like i was kind of like shot into this whole nother like mental dimension where i was able to like look at my thoughts and my feelings from like the third person perspective Mm. and not get attached with the I, not get attached with the the who who am i the 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 overall like label i put on myself yeah i think i mean i'm reading this book by eckhart tolle it's called a new earth and it um the whole first half of the book is kind of describes how like the ego operates and how it uh like manifests in your brain Mm -hmm. and it it gave this one example that i like when i read it i was like whoa um it was explaining how when you go and buy something at a gas station, there's four separate four separate identities being had at that gas station. There's the identity of who you think you are as a customer, who you think the worker is as an employee, and who the employee thinks you are as a customer and who the employee thinks they are as a worker. Hmm. And when I when I was like reading that I was like, Whoa, I mean there's no real sense of being in that situation cuz you're yeah. you're i mean
1: just acting
0: yeah i mean you're they're playing a role yeah and i think a lot of people get stuck in these roles they have in life mm mm-hmm. mhm you know like they like i'm like i'm a i'm a bur- barista you know
1: mhm yeah and just acting yeah how you would in the kind of that job or work space totally yeah yeah that's interesting he has a lot of really good good books i the only one that i i've finished is the power of now oh that's a good one uh yeah that's probably like the best one to get into it like if anyone's interested in starting uh like their journey into just meditation or anything uh spiritual it's it's probably the best way to get into it because of how simple he makes it that yeah just the power of now is how to be in the now and why it's so important how simple it is but how complicated it is at the same time yeah yeah he's great uh yeah he's got a lot of good stuff him and alan watts right would be probably alan watts is awesome alan watts is
0: yeah his he's probably the best speaker ever i mean he. i feel like he's the the way he articulates his words is very like grabbing to the to the ears you know like it's one of those things that like kind of like the way he like words things and it's just so impressive the emphasis he has on how he describes the universe and just how he describes life in general it's just so like beautiful like it's kind of like a poem every time he speaks you know yeah
1: yeah Yeah, totally the the best i like how yeah he's being included in more things now because i feel like he didn't get the credit he I mean, he's pretty famous, but not as famous as he should be. I think. Yeah. Totally. All the, the great lectures that he has and all. Totally.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think what overall this quarantine has really done is it's just kind of. I mean, it's kind of been like a battle of the ego, if you ask me. Like, people have been kind of faced with their ego yeah. more than ever. Because yeah. I think when you're alone and you're not doing anything, your ego's most prominent because your ego's going to create these stories of what you should do what 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 you're good at what you're not good at what's wrong with you what's good about you like it's just gonna paint like a bigger picture of what you think reality is based on what you've seen or heard Mm -hmm. what people've ingrained in you yeah but yeah i think practicing mindfulness i would say is one of the things that I, would, I wouldn't ever say, like, everybody should do something, but if I were to say everybody should do something, I would say everybody should practice mindfulness. Yeah, definitely, because you
1: don't even have to necessarily meditate to be mindful. Like, if you're just mindful as the day goes on,
0: that is something
1: that every single person alive would benefit from. Totally. Because it's, uh, that's, like, one of the things that I think Eckhart Tolle talks about, that, that if you're present, that wouldn't it distract you from life if you're always in the now how can you even concentrate on things but then that's what his main point is is that if you are in the now then you have full concentration because you're only thinking about what you're doing so it's just kind of like a uh maybe a how would you put it like a misunderstanding of what it really means totally like you're just really there to i mean to do your best work if anything it would be the opposite. So, yeah, it's yeah. just, like, a misunderstanding people. how
0: it's, it's one of those things that's so simple that it is complicated, like you said. Like, being present is one of those things that when you think of being present, you're like, oh, I'm living in the now, which a lot of people take that as is, like, oh, I need to go get fucked up and just do things because it's right now it's happening, you know? Yeah. But what I think it actually um, tries to do is presence is just, actually having like awareness of what's happening around you and to you and through you and all these things like it's it's just what is there's no negative or positive about it it just is it's one of those things that like awareness and presence it's just i think it's like one of the 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 few i would say it's one of the few things in life where you can actually find truth like when you are present i think there is truth in presence Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that's probably
1: the best or the most important habit to have developed. Um, what else would you did, well, let's start with you. Like what else did you focus on that you noticed know, just, uh, just a benefit overall?
0: Um, well, one thing that's kind of been like a I wouldn't say it was a, it's been a struggle, but it's been something that I've been trying to really change for a long time has been my diet and mm-hmm. just what I'm consuming Yeah, on like a diet standpoint, uh, like substance standpoint, mm-hmm. Um, trying to just kind of balance things in that way. There was a period in my life oh, through quarantine, like a month or so where I went like, compl- I just like cold turkey it was like, I'm going raw vegan. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all I ate was like high alkaline foods. I was trying to like, raise my vibration and do all this and obviously what it showed me is uh it is a lot harder than it it seems to be mm-hmm. like it's not something you can just like do it's something that you have <laughs> to try to be a little bit more um it's a, like it's a practice for sure yeah um yeah well how long
1: did you last how did it go
0: well i i did well, i was doing like i was completely vegan for probably i'd say like a month and then okay um i was doing a lot of yoga too mm-hmm. and dude i was like we was fucking having like sensory overload yeah where i was just like i thought i was like going fucking mad <laughs> like i was <laughs> it was also like a time in my life where i was dealing with a lot of like personal stuff and it was like it was a very positive thing but i think what i did is i is I thought I could just break all my habits in one, just easy, just, like, go, Yeah. you know? Um, And I think what it showed me is, like, you know, when you do cut out a bunch of bad stuff in your life, like, there are consequences and, like, there are things that you have to, like, kind of do to help you find, like, a balance. Like, I don't think it's really beneficial for anybody who's trying to change anything to just go – so deep into it that they lose what they did before because i think it's better to like ease your way into things
1: to ease your way yeah yeah probably
0: i mean when you went i mean you're you're vegan and you've been vegan for how long uh about four years when you like first got into like the vegan diet Mm -hmm. um did you just like go straight into it or did you go from like vegan to
1: uh yeah no i I, uh started being vegetarian for a few months and then i went into it uh so i probably gave myself like four months to transition and yeah and i've been vegan ever since like i honestly just say whole food plant-based because of the uh i do it strictly for the health reasons even though i mean all the other reasons i agree with but it's just the label yeah is uh
0: you don't want to be yeah. labeled as like yeah a, it's just i don't know it's just attached with
1: a bunch of like weird stuff too so really just for for health um but yeah i mean i don't know if that's a long time or not honestly i don't know how long people normally take i've heard like six months or some people just go straight into it i feel like it could all work it's a lot of, more of a personality thing because uh, some people would probably even respond better to just switching that fast but, yeah, it would be kind of for you to decide. Uh, yeah,
0: totally. It's I think it's by a person. I mean, for me, like, when I went into it, I was going from... It wasn't like I was going from just, like, eating meat and, like, I had, like, a normal diet. Like, I was going from eating, like, fast food, yeah. like, three times a week yeah. to eating nothing but, like, raw...
1: Vegetables and fruits and stuff. Yeah, like, literally nothing one and even that like with produce like anything uh, fruits or vegetables people don't eat fruits or vegetables so even just including them in your diet will be a huge thing like even if you still eat fast food like that's one thing that is a misunderstanding is you don't have to just eat healthy or eat like shit you can still eat fast food every now and then, even though it's better not to, but if you still have to, it doesn't mean you shouldn't eat. Like, it counteracts the effects of any healthy food because some people are like that. They're like, if I ate those donuts, might as well go and eat this shit now or something. Like, you can't have something healthy after you had something unhealthy. Totally. It's just, like, it's not, like, instinctive, though. Yeah, also,
0: it's so addictive. Like, when you eat, like some bad food like whether it's mcdonald's or whatever you eat like it's so it's well first of all like i mean all like the chemicals and all the nasty shit that's in it like it releases like loads of dopamine so it kind of gets you hooked on it oh yeah it kind of it's like a it's an addictive it's just like any drug I, i would say like i feel like your diet and what you put in your body is literally the same as like what what kind of substances you're using like it affects yeah. your body in the same way and it, it affects your brain like every i think what like another thing that kind of ties into mindfulness is like mindfulness while you're eating yeah. is so important because you don't really understand that what you eat affects how you feel mentally
1: well 100% yeah well I, it's yeah it has a huge huge effect in terms of like inflammation in your body or how much or or even your gut biome like if you have a bunch of crap all the time and artificial sweeteners your gut biome gets destroyed and that's part of what you make decisions from like that's why people say that they have a brain a second brain in their gut it's it's for that reason you you actually do it has influence in how you think so if you have a bunch of energy drinks and diet soda and sugar and a bunch of stuff that destroys your gut biome you are a less like efficient person than you could be if you chose to eat healthy so it's not like, it's, it's a huge thing. Like it's, it's way more serious than people consider. It's not just about being skinny or whatever. Yeah, like it's, it's not about the physical yeah. aspect.
0: I mean, it, it partially is. I mean, I mean, on a physical aspect, you do feel better, but, um, I mean, one thing I've been practicing is just, especially with kind of trying to go back into a, a better diet i mean i'm still i'm still eating meat and everything but I'm, i've cut out fast food mm-hmm. for the most part like i mean there's once in a while where i'll eat bad and whatever i mean like tonight like i had beat ups, but <laughs> but for the most part like i i've been trying to like transition my diet back into a healthier version of itself and yeah. what the biggest like everything that i've done with it is for like the mental aspect like just on an overall like Standard, like I've noticed, when I eat bad foods, like I'll have like more negative thoughts. When I mm-hmm. eat better foods or foods that are better for me, like my thoughts are much more positive. My headspace is a lot easier to be in. It's not something where I'm trying to get out of. It's where I'm trying to like comfort eat or try to do anything where I'm trying to get away from it. Like I'm more content with life. I'm actually I think what it does is it allows for more presence. Because yeah. I'm not like I don't have all these like random chemicals affecting my brain and releasing mm-hmm. chemicals into my brain that I'm just trying to get more food and whatever. But like I mean, I remember you posted on your story one time, and it, it's something I always like um, say. It's like you you posted and it was it said what it say it said if your food is making you tired, you probably shouldn't eat it or something uh yeah um yeah i'm not sure exactly what quote but i mean
1: yeah that's i mean i i'd agree with that like your food's not supposed to make you tired yeah or make you feel like shit at all which is kind of why diet is another thing that can be really complicated or simple like the simplified version i think for anyone that wants diet advice is to eat around the grocery store so everything that surrounds the grocery store is where the real food is at everything that's in the aisles is crap unless it's like olive oil or salt or you know like there's certain things that are still in the aisles but uh yeah if it makes a sound like to open like it's a crunchy sound it's probably not good and if it's uh the ingredient itself isn't the food that's probably another tell so a type of protein, a type of carb, a type of fat. That's all real food, and that's a pretty good start. Like if you could eat like that eighty percent of the time, and that would include even meat or dairy. Honestly, because I mean, it you can maybe be healthy if you eat meat and dairy. Not it's I mean it's debatable, of course, but, uh, just doing that would help a lot, uh, in body fat percentage uh inflammation levels overall health like your uh your lipid profile like your cholesterol and everything so that would honestly be a big big start like to just start there yeah totally yeah it's that would be the simplified version but then you know there's a thousand diets to get involved with but just eating real food is
0: that's number one yeah totally i think well i mean For a lot of people, they think that if they cook from home, that that's better than if they go out. And I think there is truth in that statement. But it's also like, what are you eating? Like, are you – when you're at home and you're cooking, like, are you – are all your meals, like –
1: Mac and cheese or something. Like,
0: mac and cheese, like, chicken nuggets, like, whatever. Like, then you're probably not feeling the best either, you know? I mean, the same shit. I always, like, whenever, like – I had a couple. I had a friend actually. I'm not gonna say their name because I'm totally not gonna out them like that. But, um, they were like super just down and stuff. And I was like, oh, what'd you eat today? And they were like, well, I ate like I ate like a lot. And I was like, oh, they probably thought like I meant like, oh, did you eat today? Like, no, I meant like what did you eat today? Like, what would you put in your brain? Like what? Like what is it that you ate? And they were like, oh, well, like for for lunch or for breakfast, I i had mcdonald's and for lunch i i i had teriyaki madness and yeah. for dinner i had cafeteria. i was like oh that's probably why you don't feel good is because you're not putting anything in your body that actually sits well with your your mind
1: yeah yeah definitely i mean and that's how a lot of people eat especially when you're working everyone on their break like were i mean I, at my job everyone just orders food yeah i like guess how often does someone just have a salad when they order food. It's always going to be something greasy and yeah. I mean, there's not that many options that are good anyways. Uh so yeah, that's that's advice that everyone can take, I think. Even people like in my like that I, I work at a gym for people I don't know. Even there you would expect everyone to be like really health conscious, but that's not even the case where I work. So if like the staff in a gym can't be healthy you can't expect like an office staff to be healthy because even we can't do it so totally. it's it's something that even probably if you went and you visited like where some nutritionist they would probably still be eating crap sometimes Dude, or very sure. often like it, it doesn't even matter what your job is it's such a discipline issue i think yeah uh
0: yeah, I mean, need help with. at my job, there's a Seven Eleven like, right in the same parking lot. Yeah, And for lunch, that's what everyone gets. They go get pizza. They go yeah. get, uh, like, chicken rollers, and they get donuts and, and all this stuff. And those taquitos and lunch. Dude. And, I mean, I'm, I can't act as if I'm innocent. Like, I for sure have eaten there a bunch of times, and I, I probably have eaten there in the past, like, month or so. Yeah. But I think just overall, like, trying, for me, like, at least, trying to lessen that as much as i can mm-hmm. and even when i go like like i've been trying to just pick out things that are not as bad for me mm-hmm. like i mean i went from going there to get chicken rollers and pizza to now i go and i get grapes and water or okay. i'll get one of those like complete cookies or something like that'll be my breakfast instead of well i mean that is way better for yeah sure. i used to i mean i can just like notice like overall like, I, I, I feel better on a on a mental basis. Like, I, I have more increased um, concentration. Mm-hmm. I am just, like, more overall just a more... I'm a better version of myself when I'm more mindful of what I'm putting in my body instead yeah. of just eating because it's accessible and then trying to eat three times a day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it definitely keeps you way more level-headed. Like, I am kind of crazy in how I eat that I don't even try to be as disciplined as I am but I'm just used to eating like this that it's just kind of normal I'm not even trying that hard but yeah I mean like your energy just stays pretty leveled out if you're like there's no spike in your energy and you don't have especially if you have like refined carbohydrates or a lot of sugar you like you get an insulin spike and it shoots up and you have like your energy gets all distorted and then you have a crash and yeah that, that happens all with like refined carbs too uh since i don't eat any of that i i always feel pretty much the same so it's yeah it's it's really big compared to when i used to eat fast food in high school it it's like your overall productivity and how bloated you get and how uncomfortable you are after a meal that that all pretty much goes away totally so it's
0: it's worth it what do you uh, eat for like so say like like i mean you probably don't have any cheat days but if you were to have like a cheat meal like what's your like what do you snack on like what's something that you would say like definitely a cheat
1: meal would be something like uh probably uh like a comfort food like vegan restaurant which would be even like Blaze, like pizza, okay. or yeah, something like that, which I'll have every now and then. Like I'm talking every few months. Oh probably. really? Yeah. Dang. Uh, because I eat almost like the variations of the same stuff almost every day. Uh, hemp tofu, a lot of brown rice, quinoa, vegetables of all kinds, fruits of all kinds, beans, a lot of different green smoothies or green juices. Uh, pasta, and then pretty much variations of all that. It, but and that's it. So really, really simple. But just because I know what I have to eat and the portion, I I eat like four thousand calories every day just because of all the stuff I do. So, uh, to know that I'm eating enough and of the right things, uh, it just makes it so much simpler for me to make them from home, and it also helps in that I don't ever like not eat just because i i always have a meal with me i'll take one with me or eat before i go places but uh yeah it's just like a really simple system by now that i figured out for myself uh so
0: yeah it only took four years like what do you uh like what are your like go-to like lunches like what do you eat for lunch for lunch probably like what I was
1: taking for a long time was uh this pasta that I eat that's uh, brown rice and quinoa mix. So those are the only two ingredients. And and then I would put like hemp tofu on it and and just like marinara sauce. And yeah, I would sounds eat that pretty most of it. it's really, really good. Like very good. And then you could put like uh like an almond cheese or something if if you want to. I used to do that, but just to put less processed stuff like that's all i eat since it's all whole food and yeah and that's like a pretty staple like meal for me i would say
0: nice yeah oh yeah bro simple i I feel like overall just you can just look at like a person's lifestyle and kind of attach it to how they feel about themselves like you Mm -hmm. can just tell like when people eat better and they are putting things in their body that actually work well with them yeah. and work in their favor and don't tire them out mm-hmm. They're usually a much happier person yeah like I do, I've never like met somebody who is vegan and treats their body right or not even vegan just people who just eat in general better foods mm-hmm. that is a negative person like it's just kind of like i feel like it's it's kind of fact that whatever you do or you put in your body even like on a substance yeah standpoint is how you're gonna feel yeah i mean i've cut out i mean i can't really say like i'm any like i'm not none this is nothing special but Mm -hmm. um i haven't smoked in like probably like 10 days and i can tell you just that in general Mm -hmm. like that's been like it feels like a catalyst for my mental health. Yeah. And a catalyst for my overall, like, self-discipline. Okay. Totally. Like, okay. I've just been able to kind of, like, change my relationship to the things that I put in my body. Like, not get attached to eating bad. Or not get attached to... Like, I don't, I used to look at food as, like... Oh, my gosh, dude. Like, when I get this food, I'm going to be so happy... Because it's going to be so, it's going to taste so good. Like I would, I would be like, oh, I'm going to have a happy moment when I go eat at Dirt Dog or when I go to, what's that? You've never had Dirt Dog? No. Oh, I'm assuming you probably haven't. <laughs> but Dirt Dog's like a, um, it's like a hot dog place, but uh-huh. they're like the most intense hot dogs ever. <laughs> what? Dude. Okay, Dirt bro. Dog, bro. So okay, crazy. I'm going to pull one up. Um, yeah. You got to see this, bro. They have like a hot Cheeto hot dog. No way. Yeah, dude, no joke.
1: Hot Cheeto, bro. Yeah, hot Cheetos are good.
0: I, I do miss those. You do? Yeah. I mean, just look at that. That's nice. a. Those are some fries. <laughs> Let me what? show you this, bro. Let's see if they got a picture. Deep
2: fried. Dude, Oreos? are you seeing
0: this? Look. Snoop okay. Wait. Dog? Okay, okay. So yeah. Funny. Um. It's, like, an L.A. place, so it's based in L.A. And okay. No, no, no damn, shade okay. towards Holy Dirt Dog. Shit. But it's, like, they're intense-ass hot dogs. I mean, look at this yeah, one right I've here, the Flamin' Dog. It. It's, like, a hot Cheeto hot dog. Yeah. And when I used to live in... With bacon and mayo. Damn. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in, um, like, Southwest Vegas, like, Spring Valley area. Yeah. And there was one, like, in that area. And I would eat that probably, like twice a week really yeah and i i would and then i was always feeling depressed and anxious and not good ever and i was like i was like oh and you know your thoughts always go to what's wrong with me you know
1: yeah it was fucking dirt dog it's fucking dirt
0: dog man Damn, dirt dog is not the best thing for mental health if you ask me um (laughs) yeah bro yeah
1: dude that's yeah it's uh Diet is one of those big things that you could have really improved during the quarantine since you didn't have to go anywhere or like, I mean, except for like essential workers. But it would have been a good moment to like develop new habits to like carry you on into when everything opened back up. But like just eating or bringing food from your house, like a lunch or... Whatever's like schedule you have but just having a meal that you make at home is is one of the biggest things that I feel like could help because then you you have to eat that and you're not wasting money and you're not just hoping to have some good option or even like just ordering food at work is expensive like you know paying for the the shipping and all like that's a lot of money it, I don't know if people even realize it, like 20 bucks every day like that's that adds up
0: dude i mean i've noticed specifically is that half of my like finances like went to food yeah like uh half of the things i was spending my money on and like the reason why i felt so broke all the time was because i was not able to really control my spending habits on food like Mm -hmm. i just in my mind like for a long time like eating out was just what i did like
1: yeah especially like younger right when like high school like when we first had jobs i feel like we only spent money on that cause...
0: yeah that's like where all my money went yeah and even just like a year ago when i was living in my apartment i was like i literally got my own apartment i'm like finally like an adult doing my own thing mm-hmm. and then all i'm needing is fucking carlos jr literally like three times a week damn yeah and i it over like it's just not it's It's so simple how much you can change for yourself on, like, a headspace level Mm -hmm. that doesn't require you to go to therapy or do any of that stuff. Which, I mean, therapy is awesome and totally support going to therapy. But it's – if you just, like, start looking at being more mindful of, like, your habits Mm -hmm. and just what you do and eat and overall, like, just have more mindfulness, you'll – see so many improvements because you'll kind of like i think what it does is it allows for you to bring the unconscious to the conscious
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it kind of like shows you like hey you know if you're not feeling good you're you're in a really bad place you should probably like check what your diet is yeah um check like what your how much how how many times a week are you working out how much sun are you getting how many hours are you spending in nature a week like yeah. things that do not require like any money and actually probably if you think about it probably will save you money oh, especially yeah. i mean yeah like
1: hiking is like i always uh tell my girlfriend when we hike that how cheap of a habit it is and how like how much you get out of it how cheap it is and how uh, like how much fun it is too it's awesome yeah there's just certain things that you if you just switch over from one thing which like if you just happen to have s- a habit that's really expensive like like going out drinking or always going out to eat and you switch it to something active that's like pretty much free like hiking uh yeah just there's like the little things like matter they add up
0: dude what i've noticed is that every time i go out drinking i spend at least a hundred dollars
1: that's what i'm thinking yeah right it's it's a lot
0: and i know people who do that like three times a week oh
1: yeah yeah No, that is crazy. You're literally just working for that at that point.
0: Dude, literally. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a certain aspect to it that's pretty fun, and I I don't think that it's all negative, but, dude, it really does not supply you with anything. Like, there's no benefit to it. Yeah. I think, I mean, I always say, like, the more I'm in nature, the better I feel. For sure. I just feel more grounded. I feel just more like i'm i'm flowing with life a little bit better i feel like i'm making po- more positive decisions for myself i just overall feel like better on a daily ass like on a daily basis yeah. like i feel like i'm actually creating positive change for myself
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah even just going i think if you can make it once a week
0: that'd be amazing totally yeah
1: i yeah, just feel clear-headed happy Like you're ready, like you just gotta break. Even though, like for us over here, that we go to Mount Charleston or Red Rock, it's not too like well, it's well maybe like thirty minutes away, but just it feels like you're somewhere else that you're completely disconnected and like you're reset. So
0: yeah, totally. I mean, it's actually kind of like being in nature, like has really showed me like what i want like the rest of my life to be Mm -hmm. like i will not live in vegas for the rest of my Mm -hmm. life no no totally not i i think what i've noticed is i need to be around nature as much as i can because every time i I mean i always say this every time i go hiking i'm always like i need to be around nature more yeah especially when i'm in mount charleston oh like just being around trees like breathing air that isn't polluted at it nighttime, time you can see yeah. stars oh, yeah. you just feel like it feels more true it doesn't feel as like man-made or like manufactured mm-hmm. it feels like this is like the truth or something like it feels like this is this is what feels right yeah for me at least
1: yeah yeah definitely it's it's one of those things that you can do that will really really help you um like the that thing that they did in japan the japanese uh and it was like some happiness study that they did that just that they called it forest bathing that just pretty much sitting or standing in a forest for a certain amount of time every week increased people's happiness by a crazy amount dude and, totally yeah and it's i mean it's that simple like just you if you're there for 20 30 minutes you're automatically going to get some benefits from it.
0: I think so. I think what it does is it provides you to kind of be more with your roots. And I think just having a more natural way of life, I think it it just creates improvement. Like, yeah. it, it just shows you, like, that these man-made things, like, they're not always beneficial, you know?
1: Well, probably, yeah. No, Now,
0: more bad things
1: than then good in a yeah, lot of totally. ways. These concrete jungles. Yeah, dude. Oh, I just saw this thing on how beauty increases happiness that if you see uh like if you're in a city and you see buildings that all look the same and they're boring, it decreases happiness. And then if you go to certain cities like in Europe where they're more artistic that you, or Japan, that you automatically feel happier, which is why it's also important to have good decorations in your home if you can, because the space you're around and you see does dictate how you feel, kind of like how they say set and setting with, like, psychedelic trips. Totally. It's so important, like, in life, too, which is kind of obvious, but it really surprised me, and I thought it was really interesting how it has a direct influence on how happy you are.
0: Totally. I mean, even if you just kind of look around in my room right now, like I've tried to set like a certain like setting for myself when I'm here, you Mm -hmm. know, just because I think like overall, I want the whole like feeling of my room to feel better. Yeah. Like I'll have, I have more plants than I used to have. I have that cool little light thing I got. Bro, it looks cool. Yeah, right. Like it's just, I think it just provides for a better environment yeah and totally like what you're saying like when you're tripping (laughs) of a psychedelic like that's what you like if you're in like a a, think about if you were like in in a room that was just four white walls
1: yeah in a jail cell or something dude that
0: would be absolutely terrible yeah yeah and then
1: if you're somewhere where it's totally colorful and warm and like soft and stuff like it's just
0: yeah totally It's,
1: it's what you want out of a room though like even like talking about like your room you want it to be comfortable and to look cool and stuff. It's, yeah, you want to feel welcomed. Totally. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So, I feel like this is a good point to kind of end the podcast. Yeah. I feel like we got a lot uh, talked about. If you're still listening, we um, appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Uh, shout out, us- out to you. Shout out to you. Yes, you. Um, we. We'll be trying to do this once a week, every Thursday. Um, it's kind of what works best with our schedule right now. Yeah. And uh, we hope to improve, obviously, as we go on. Try to make it more we will conversational. Um, one thing that we've really talked about with restarting this podcast is we don't want to make, like, feel as if it's as professional as it was last time. Like, not as if we're trying, we're not trying to prove anything to anyone. We're not trying to tell you what to do. We're just trying to kind of just talk with each other and then have you here along for the ride.
1: Yeah, it's just our opinions. Yeah, totally. There's no facts here.
0: Just. Yeah, there is at this point it's just it's just two dudes who don't really know anything but know a couple things talking about life. So, yeah, we yeah. Could get behind that. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we're going to end it here. Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah. Appreciate it. It was a uh, was a good time, man. Looking forward to the next one.
0: Oh yeah. See you guys next week.
1: See
2: ya.